There's a storm of brewing in Boone County on this week's Renew Gurus. Hello out there in podcast world. This is Renew Gurus, your source for all things energy policy and politics in Missouri and beyond. I'm Executive Director James Owen coming to you live on tape from Renew Missouri's palatial studios here in North Columbia. Joining me in separate studios. Ooh, we are very fancy here. We have Philip Forsica on the boards, our producer, making the sound silky smooth. Hey, Philip. Hey, how's it going? Good. Thanks for joining us again. Now, folks, um, for, for the past several months, I've been uh, having people on outside of the organization. Um, I think with the pandemic and learning that Zoom uh, actually was a pretty good recording device, I've been... Um, you know, trying to reach out to people around the state, around the country. Um, but we're going to go back to talking to one of our staff members today, uh, not because everyone loved that, because most people don't. <laughs> most people seem to think that I'm forcing our staff uh, against their will to come onto this podcast. Uh, but we have a, kind of an exception to there. Uh, Tim Opitz, our general counsel, is on here today. And he and I are going to talk a little bit about this um, Boone County wind farm ordinance debacle that Tim and I have been working on for a number of years, uh, which kind of came to a head a couple of weeks ago. Uh, we've talked about it in some emails, um, but Tim, you've been working on this primarily for our group. You kind of want to start us with a primer about where this controversy came from? Sure. Um, so uh, let's see, it's 2021. About three years ago, there was a wind developer that um, had some contacts to folks in northern Boone County that wanted to put wind on their uh, property um, to benefit their school district, to benefit their community, and to benefit themselves. And um, so they started exploring uh, what would uh, be necessary for them to develop wind there. Uh, and around that time, the county decided, well, since we have zoning, we're going to go ahead and start looking at this issue um, and uh, decide what the requirements are to build wind in Boone County. Right. Um, yeah, as, as that proceeded, um, you know, the resource management department with the, the Boone County um, did. Which handles the planning and zoning for the county. They handled the planning and zoning. There is a, you know, citizen planning and zoning committee, right. um, you know, particularly working on this issue. I've learned that the planning and zoning committee basically um, sits there and listens to public comment, but they take their cues from the technical staff at resource management. So right. really these ordinances are drafted by resource management, not by the planning and zoning committee. Right. Um, go yeah. ahead. No, I was just going to say, I mean, you know, one of the things that is, is important to point out, I think, moving into this is, you know, there, you know, we have seen a lot of wind development in Missouri in areas that don't have zoning. Um, th there have not been a lot of efforts to look at counties where there is zoning. I mean, has that been your experience and what you've been able to research? Yeah, I, I think that's right. I mean, I, the zoning presents a, an issue, but, you know, one thing that I 
think it's important to remember is that when a county is zoned, um, it, it, not all parts of that county are equal, right? I mean, look at Boone County. We've got a very relatively dense population center in Columbia, and then we've got the outlying areas that where there's not very much population. So there's there, there's big differences about where there's zoning and where there's not. So even if there is zoning, like Boone County, um, there can present opportunities for uh, renewable energy development, wind or solar, whatever it may be. Um, so uh, so they, so they, they started undertaking this process. Um, they came up with some wild ordinances that were basically <laughs> a ban. Yeah. Um, I mean, when you say I wild, mean, can you can you give like an example of of one part of these ordinances that we had an issue with? So the, I'll, I guess the simple one is is setbacks um, from and they called it from roads and property lines, um, and that partic- willing customers can't waive those setbacks, right? So if you have a, a farm and you've got two parcels there. Um, you know, let's say 100 acres and 80 acres, you can't put anything, you, basically you couldn't put any wind there, even though you have 180 acres um, in Boone County, uh, because you've got a property line there. And they're saying, well, uh, their their rationale to me is totally um, unreasonable and not based in any protection for public health or safety or property rights. Um, it's that, well, you may sell one of those parcels someday which, I mean, if you sell it, they're going to notice a wind turbine there, you know? So I I think that's kind of baked in. Um, So basically the the county, um, as we learned from from Sunshine Request under our Missouri um, uh, records request law, basically the planning and zoning resource management and a couple of the county commissioners decided early on they didn't want this project in Boone County but they also didn't want to go on the record of saying we oppose wind energy. So they developed uh, very onerous regulations that amount to a de facto ban. Yeah. So, and I think, yeah. And I think it's important also to talk a little bit about the the politics of Boone County. Um, you know, all three of us on this podcast live in Boone County. We're from different parts of the world. Uh, you're not even, you're from Nebraska originally. Right. Um, but one thing I think that Boone County has a reputation for is kind of being liberal, progressive. Um, the reputation of the commissioners in Boone County, I mean, they're all three Democrats right now. Um, you have Dan Atwell, who's the presiding commissioner, and you have Janet Thompson, who's the northern commissioner, and you have Justin Aldred, who's the southern commissioner. They have all, you know, campaigned on, you know, kind of being, you know, Democrats, supporting Democratic ideas. And if you look at polls done of Boone County, even not forgetting about Columbia for a second, because Columbia is probably more liberal than the rest of the state uh, by a long shot. (laughs) But even if you look at the county, there is a general interest and support for wind and solar and renewables. And not only that, but I think you also see that there is a belief that the government should be doing something about climate issues. That's an attitude that you see with voters in Boone County. Safe to say? I think that's safe to say. And I I think that it's safe to say that their county commission let them down. Um, I mean, look, I look at um, other 
counties or cities in this country that have, um, I don't want to be pejorative, but I'll call them college towns in them. You know, I look at Dane County, um, Wisconsin, that has uh, Madison, University of Madison there. Um, they have a lot of uh, initiatives at the county level to support renewable energy development. Um, right. they've, they built a, I want to say 140 uh, acre solar farm recently, or, or they've contracted to build it. I don't know if it's completed yet to power all of their uh, county operations by renewable energy. Um, and that's the solar field. And, you know, Boone County claims to be this, uh, you know, liberal progressive bastion that cares about the climate or cares about renewable energy. And from my perspective, I think I've lived here about um, seven years uh, and they've done nothing. They, they've done nothing. The, the county has done nothing. In fact, the only thing I can think of they've done is affirmatively kill a wind project uh, a month ago. So they did. Um, it's it's pretty wild that they are. Um, I, I think the phrase is they're they're pissing on our leg and telling it's raining. You know, they, they, they claim to be supportive of renewable energy and really they're actually just killing it. So yeah. it, it's extremely disappointing. And, you know, one thing that's very troubling to me about this is we have one of the commissioners who um, has taken it upon herself to, uh, you know, send these uh, de facto ban regulations to other counties in the state um, where wind development is being considered and say, hey, look at these ordinances here. We think these are pretty good. Yeah, that's um, Janet they, Thompson who knows that. it's a ban. I mean, yeah. we've told her. Like, it, it, it's crazy to me. So, yeah. yeah, that's Janet Thompson who is, we have emails showing she has sent these to places like Knox County as right. an example. Right. Yeah. yeah, I mean, so, I mean, it, it is like what I think is is telling to me is they they get on TV, they they say at meetings, this is not a ban, this is not a ban. Because they know their supporters, their constituents would not necessarily want to see that. The majority of their constituents would not want to see that. And so they say one thing, you know, and, and thank you for keeping it relatively PG, Tim, there with your um, with your mild profanity. Uh, we like for this to be a family show. Uh, <laughs> but uh, no, no, no. I think the kids can handle that phrase. Um but they, yeah, but they think they know it. And I think because like, yeah, because I remember very early on with this, me and Emily Piontek, who uh, used to work here, now she works at Appalachian Voices in Virginia. We met with people from the resource management office to talk about this. And two things that they said to us and had no reservation about this. This was like back in late 18, early 2019. They basically said, yeah, Boone County is too dense for uh wind farms which as you said there are parts of boone county that would be too dense there are parts that are not uh, but also we don't need the revenue here that these wind projects would bring and they might as well go to counties that don't have zoning and that's what they told us <laughs> and they were not apologetic about that i mean so to me it's very clear that that is the attitude and the philosophy that went into this. So for them to say now, oh, we're not banning this is completely contradictory to what their, uh, the unelected bureaucrats of this county were telling people. Well, yeah, I mean, it's a lie. They're, they're lying. It's a lie. They're not banning it. So, yeah. I mean, maybe you don't want to say that, but Tim Opitz, citizen of Boone County, will say that. 
Um, and, and it's very I disappointing. And I was on TV and called it a band. Yeah. No. Yeah. And, and, and I, I gave comments at, at the, um, several of the hearings, uh, explaining that this, you know, uh, rejects renewable energy, that it, uh, kills potential jobs, um, and that it, you know, infringes on people's property rights. Uh, none of that, uh, rung a bell. Um, they wanted to, to, I guess, just move forward with killing this project. Um, yeah. and I, I, um, I, I, I did testify when they did pass it and basically said, you know, congratulations on being uh, one of the first counties in Missouri to ban wind. Um, I can think of only one other that basically outright banned it, uh, commercial wind development. That's Buchanan County um, about two years ago. But at least they had the, um, uh, you know, policy to not lie to their constituents. And they basically yeah. said, yeah, we're banning it. Whereas yeah. our commissioners here, you know, um, kind of beat around the bush and say, well, it's not a ban. Um, just nothing can ever be built here, yeah. you know, which is uh, pretty insulting, um, yeah. I, I think, to, to your constituents and, and to, to people who know what's going on. Yeah. And I mean, you know, and like, it's not just, you know, this, these ordinances, it is not just you know, the emails that we've unearthed, which we will, again, uh, I'll link that in this email so you can look. Don't take our word for it. Look at the fact that they had an engineer help them write these ordinances that also signed an anti-wind petition. <laughs> Those are all in the same batch of, of, of Sunshine Law requests that we received. So don't just take our word for it. Or don't just take the fact that, like, when you went to... Um, the hearing in the northern part of the county, you and I both went uh, to this uh, hearing in August, public hearing, where, you know, anti-wind people got up and talked about how wind farms don't produce energy, wind farms make you sick, wind farms cause oil spills. And I'm not being, I'm not trying to be flip here. This is literally what the opponents of these wind farms were saying. Saying right. stuff like and that. So, yeah, and just to comment briefly on that here. Yeah, I, please. I thought it was, um, yeah, we went up to Harrisburg, which is the area where this was going to be built. And the commissioner running that meeting was Janet Thompson. Um, you know, and when people who were opposed to the wind project or opposed to wind development testified, um, she cut off discussion. She wouldn't let people yes. ask them questions. Yes. And then when people who were supportive of the project or, or said these were regulations were a ban um, got up there. Um, she let the she turned it into a Q&A where basically the crowd could like lob insults at the people. I, I was up there and and uh, one woman stood up um, and uh, was, I guess, basically questioning my integrity, saying, you know, I, I was a bought and paid, you know, that this wind wind development was, you know, uh, we were just lobbyists for them or whatever. And it's like we, we do want to support wind. But guess what? Renew Missouri has been around in Missouri a lot longer than this potential project was in Boone County. We know what we're doing. We know this is a ban. So we're up there telling the truth and they're, they're out there questioning our integrity. And Janet Thompson was letting it happen. Yeah. Um, it, it was saying they were being respectful to me. Um, she said I, that she, she was letting them be respectful, which is also a lie. <laughs> she knew what she was doing. She wanted to sick 
the mob on supporters of this project. That's what she wanted to do. Yeah, it, yeah, it, it was um, it was absurd. Um, yeah, but was, so so basically, at that point, we knew the fix was in um, from her perspective anyway. Yeah, and we had known that from the emails and and the records requests that we'd gotten that she was against it and was committed to lying about what her position was. Yeah, so because she has this she has this image in this county of being like this kind of liberal warrior because she used to be a public defender. But I mean, what it has shown to me that she was absolutely willing, you know, to decide that, well, I don't want, you know, I might be in favor of renewable energy, but not in my backyard, not in Boone County. So she just decided to like, you know, kind of, you know, whether or not she actually is liberal or not betray that um, because she just didn't want it here in Boone County. Yeah, I mean, it, and it's it's pretty wild that they're doing that because this project was being looked at in Howard County, which is, oh, 50 yards away from Harrisburg, um, the uh, mother of all counties, they call it. Um, but uh, so let's say you don't build uh, a few of these turbines in Boone County. Well, these people who are uh, expressing complaints about you know, the way that they look, um, they're going to be 50 feet away. You right. know, it's uh, assuming that the Met data uh, comes in favorable. So uh, what what did they gain? They've restricted uh, people's in Boone County's opportunity to use their property as they wish. Um, they've given up job opportunities for people to work in Boone County, and they've given up um, additional tax revenue that would have, you know, existed for the life of these turbines. So, it's uh, uh, what have they done? Um, I mean, they've made a, a lot of people who are pro renewable energy, pro property rights, and pro jobs pretty upset with them. Yeah. So congratulations. Yeah. You know. Yeah. I mean, I think it is important that I mean, like, look, this ordinance has passed, and I mean, we're going to talk a little bit about what we think the next steps are with this. But I mean, what's important? What people need to know is if they believe that their elected officials in Boone County have the same values they have when it comes to renewable energy, or if like people around the state have an image of Boone County as being a place where renewable energy would be worth, you know, which is, which is, is given worth. That's just not true. And people need to know that. Yeah, that I, I agree a hundred percent. Right. And, and so, you know, and I mean, yeah, and again, like one thing that I don't think was ever factored into the county's decision. I mean, we, we hear all, we heard a lot of these people who are opposed to this ordinance. They are those people are very noisy. Uh, they are very adamant. And look, they have a right to be. I mean, you know, they want to give a lot of reasons for why they're opposed to this. I think the one reason they're opposed to this is because they didn't want them near their house. Now, I think that's what it came down to. But as you said, they're still going to have to see these. I mean, you like literally from where we were in Harrisburg, you could you would be able to see these from where we had our, our hearing. And, you know, and I just and I think and it didn't factor in the fact that there were landowners in Boone County who wanted this. There were landowners who were interested in seeing the extra income. They were interested in being able to uh, facilitate their farmland for other purposes. And that was completely ignored by the commission. And, and by the uh, the people considering uh, considering these ordinances. Yeah, there, there was no consideration given. I think that it's, um, 
it's a testament to um, bad governance. How about that? <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, they had their outcome in mind and they achieved their outcome. So, right. you know, I guess they did what they wanted to do. Yeah. But they were secretive about it. They were not truthful with the public about it. And I think that's what people should be really concerned about. In my opinion, they should be concerned about that. Um, I think that if Boone County residents knew that the county was pursuing a ban and passed a ban, the, um, the, the, the response would be very different. Because, uh, and let me tell you this, one of the things that's been disappointing to me about this, because I'm not only just disappointing these commissioners, because I think they've proven themselves with this, but there's, we have a lot of environmental activists in uh, Colombia who have been pushing for um, Colombia to go 100% renewable by 2030. They have kicked and they have screamed and they have said, we need to do this. But then when it came to this topic, when it came to the idea that we should look at a wind farm project in Boone County, they kind of took the same approach that the Boone County Commission did. They kind of said, well, we don't know if it should be in Boone County. We don't know if it should be here. And so my thought is, like, if you're going to be advocating for a city the size of Columbia, which is, you know, about 130,000 people, not including the university, which is a significant population in itself. If you, if you think that they need to be 100% renewable energy and then you want to, like, be selective about where this renewable energy is going to go. If, there's, if there is data and there is science that shows that wind can be harnessed in the northern part of Boone County, because look, they're not going to build these things in places where they're not going to produce wind, then I think that there should be some fault on your own for not getting behind, uh, you know, fighting this yourselves. Yeah, so yeah, I, I think that there were people like that. And I want to sort of, contrary to my nature, I want to stick up for some of these environmentalists. There were, there were a, a, a <laughs> number of them who did speak out and uh, say, you know, this is a ban, we support renewable energy. Um, you know, we want it built here um, and, and they were ignored. So, um, but there were a lot who, uh, not a lot, but a, a fair number who were just kind of quiet. So um, it, it, it's definitely um, one of those things that sort of boggles the mind. It's if they're out there screaming um, that this is a climate emergency, that we need to do this, um, or, you know, the sea levels are going to rise so much, um, all of which may be true, but then they decide um, that when it comes to the policies to put in place, that they're not willing to put effort into making those um, I I get pretty disappointed when some um, so-called environmental groups oppose transmission lines because uh, how are we going to get this wind energy from Kansas and the Missouri and, and the Midwest and Texas to places where people live? You need transmission lines. So they don't really have um, a solution. They, they're more about press releases rather than pursuing actual policies that will make it Make it happen, um, which is to me a tremendous waste of money and a tremendous waste of time. If you just hold a rally that says, "Yeah, we support renewable energy," oh, but by the way, this thing that's going to deliver it to you, or these policies that will allow it to be built, 
we oppose those for our own parochial interests, you know? Yeah, I think it just comes down to, I, I agree with you, Tim. I think it just kind of comes down to, there's just a lot in, you know, with ideological politics of any kind that I want you to do this, but I don't want to do it. <laughs> and that's what I think a lot of this comes down to for people who say like, oh yeah, we want renewable energy, but maybe not in Boone County. Um, so from the perspective of what we do next, I mean, without revealing much, Tim, I mean, are we, you know, what are we, what are we looking at doing here with this issue? Yeah, I, I think that there's a couple approaches to it. I mean, I think zoning, um, there's very defined statutory purposes for zoning um, that um, need to be adhered to. Um, you know, public safety, that sort of thing. And I, I think that these regulations go beyond that. So I think if there's an interested, um, you know, affected party, um, that there could be some litigation that goes forward. Um, and, and then I also think on the, the political front or the public relations front, I think that there's, you know, if you hear this, if you support renewable energy, tell your neighbor that these so-called um, renewable energy advocates on our commission um, killed a project. I mean, yeah. if you support jobs, they killed jobs. If you support lower taxes, they killed a project that could offset your taxes a little bit. You know, they uh, tell your neighbor that. I mean, basically, um, the more people know about this, the better is my view, um, it, particularly since I think people in Boone County are supportive of climate action and supportive of renewable energy and supportive of economic development. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I think also what I want people to do is be mindful of this. This is, this is something that could be potentially uh, something that comes up in other parts of the County. We're not just doing this because we're based in Boone County. We've pursued this and challenged this because we believe this could be the start of a trend. I think people see Boone County as a place where, you know, you know, where it is liberal and progressive. And if they can say, well, if liberal progressive Boone County doesn't like wind and wants to ban renewable energy, well, maybe there's something, maybe there's something we don't know and maybe we should be concerned about it too. And that's where I'm very worried this is going to start something that's larger than what we've seen here. Um, so we just need to be mindful of that wherever you live, if you live in Missouri. Yeah, I, it, and I guess to, to go back, you know, we talked about counties with zoning and without zoning. Um, you know, the, the real impact is this on counties that have zoning. Um, if a county doesn't have zoning, you know, there's there's going to be less restrictions. But I mean, there, there are still opportunities for counties to um, adopt these bans, you know. Yeah. Um, and there are, um, you know, I was reading this morning, um, about a fossil fuel group in Arkansas that's uh, putting forward indoctrination about, uh, and they go to, you know, chamber of commerce meetings, they go to elementary schools, they go to kindergartens and talk about, um, you know, why renewable energy is bad, or they talk about basically the same talking points that these opponents and that the resource management, the county commission parroted were fossil fuel talking points. Yeah. Um, that are, that are, it's very clear 
who's paying for them? Fossil fuel interests. Um, and th they don't like wind and they don't like solar because it's cheaper and it's, uh, you know, a, a detriment to their business interests. So, yeah. um, you know, and I think what they found out is, is they can put this stuff onto social media because I mean, this anti-wind, um, misinformation is prevalent throughout Facebook. Uh, these people join networks that are around the country, around the world. They share, you know, what it would make the John Birch Society blush. They're they're so kind of off the wall, but they they are allowed to exist there. And I think a lot of that is coming from fossil fuel industries. They 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 enjoy seeing this, and Facebook doesn't care. It means more people are engaged with it, and it certainly is leading to a lot of bad decisions reaching to these higher levels, which um, should also worry you if you care about this issue. Yeah, I, I, I don't know. You know, we are a small nonprofit. We can do what we can. Um, but, you know, when you're up against, uh, uh, you know, these fossil fuel industries or the Heartland Institute or whatever it is, who's coming up with this stuff about birds exploding due to infrasound and stuff like that. Um, you know, there's only so much we can do. Um, and we have to sort of appeal to people's um, logic and their, their reasonableness. And, and when you've got people who are just against it being in their backyard, they're going to latch on to any crazy yeah. theory that yeah. they can. And they're just going to say, well, you know, we don't want this here because, um, you know, we had, we had one person testify that it causes autism. Um, yeah. you know, uh, and it, it's, it's wild. I mean, and that, that woman was someone who drove down from, um, I, I don't know if she was from Schuyler or Adair County, but, um, she was complaining that the sounds keep, uh, her up at night. Um, which just as an example to show the bad faith of these people, um, those uh that that's the high prairie wind farm um that has been curtailed at night basically since april meaning they're not running so what's going on is um in her in her own mind it's not yeah it's it, like it, a it doesn't exist i mean yeah. she she's created it conjured it that um she doesn't like the way these look and so she's going to say whatever sling all the mud at the wall she can to poison the discourse on this. And it's, it's a tragedy. Um, yeah. You know. Yeah. It's, it is, it is. I mean, cause when it comes down to it, they can say whatever they want, but it just comes down to a matter of they are self-interested and they do not care about what benefits this presents to the public as a whole. So, but that's not, con that's not uncommon to them. That's a big problem with a lot of, a lot of policy things. So we will, um, we'll keep working on this, Tim Opitz, won't we? Yeah, I mean, what choice do we have, right? Everyone else <laughs> I, is going to fiddle. I guess we could give up. I don't know. Yeah, Dan Atwell's going to fiddle. Justin Aldridge, who said he was going to make the Boone County something that worked on climate change, is going to fiddle. Uh, Janet Thompson, who has, you know, said, you know, you know, tried to like brandish herself as someone who cares about these issues, is fiddling. So yeah, look, I mean. It's not just wind. I mean, these people have campaigned and, and promised their constituents that they're going to take action 
um, to encourage renewable energy or energy efficiency. Um, and they've done nothing. I mean, we had one of the commissioners, you know, basically tell a, a, a city council member, you know, oh, yeah, I support renewable energy. Of course I do. But I just don't think wind is the way to go. And, uh, you know, OK, well, what's your other alternative? Are you doing anything for solar? They're not. They're, they're not. I mean, are they doing yeah. anything for rooftop solar? They're not. Yeah. I mean, so basically they when it comes to campaign season, um, they say renewable energy, that they like it because that engages younger people who are your activists, and then they ignore it. And yeah. I don't know, what do they talk about? Murals in the courthouse? Um, you know, I guess these existential issues like, um, uh, <laughs> you know, contracts for making hay and the road medians, you know, um, th th they're really not leading on this issue. No, they're not. They're very ineffective. And I mean, yeah, that councilman you're talking about, Ian Thomas, who's my councilman, uh, you know, just basically like once he responded, got that response for her, he's like, well, that's good enough for me. She likes solar. That's fine. But then I get an email from him last week, like the climate crisis is real. The climate problems are real. We must act as a city. And then he just kind of talks to Janet Thompson, who says she's against when he's like, well, that's it. Good enough. <laughs> So I don't know. Yeah, I mean, not to not to end on a sad note, I guess. <laughs> um, look, he's not running again, right? Um, and uh, I don't. I know Dan Atwell's not running again. Um, I don't know what Janet Thompson's doing. Um, I would imagine Justin Aldred is going to run again. He's a young man, um, but Janet Thompson and Justin won't be up till twenty twenty four. Right. Um, you know, so a lot of things can change in the interim. But, you know, right now, I, I think people who support renewable energy um, should be, you know, think twice about supporting those 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 of them who are running for reelection. Um, you know, if your issue is, um, you know, being a public defender or whatever. Yeah, maybe that's more important for you. But if your issue is renewable energy or or climate change, then, then those ain't the candidates for you. No, they're not. Yeah. Well, on that note, I, I think it's good to remember, folks, not-for-profit advocacy, the work we're doing, I think there's a lot of belief that we're here to support one party or another. We aren't. We, I mean, it is, it is our job to make sure renewable energy and clean energy moves forward in the state. And if there is an elected official of any kind in opposition to that, we are going to point it out and educate people on that. And I, you can bet your bottom dollar we are not going to let people forget. I'm like an elephant, Tim, with my memory, not with my, not necessarily with my politics, with my memory. So <laughs> your politics and your memory, I guess. Yeah. Right? Um, but on that note, I, to let us continue doing this work, I, one, Tim, thanks for, I know you've got a million things to do. I'm, I'm glad you came on to like talk about this. Thank you. Yeah, it's cheaper. It's cheaper than therapy for me, I guess. You know, I get uh, get to <laughs> vent about my frustrations. And yeah, there you go. I'm glad I can help talk you through it. Uh, but if you like this work we're doing, if you think this work is important, remember, like we have a year end appeal that just started last week. Uh, you should have gotten an e uh, a letter from us or an email from us. We'd encourage you to look at what we've done. Encourage you to go back and look at the things we've talked about on this podcast. Look at the results we've gotten at the Public Service Commission, which you could look at in that uh, newsletter we sent out this summer. 
and decide, you know, is this an organization you want to support? I hope you do. I hope you consider that if you have the resources to help, you will. And you can always reach out to me at james at renewmo.org to talk to me about that. Uh, so we hope that you look at that. Uh, we hope that you've enjoyed this podcast. We hope that you continue to appreciate the work we're doing. And, uh, you know, we're going to be uh, sending this out. We'll take a podcast break until early December. Uh, but in the meantime, on behalf of Renew Gurus and Renew Missouri, this is James Owen wishing you all well. I wish you a pleasant tomorrow. <laughs>